welcome to another episode of the Granitless Live. I'm your host, Sally Pace, and I'm here with Tim Callender. We're really excited to be here at SIA 2022. So Tim, tell us a little bit about you and your company. Uh, I'm Leo, and I really enjoy camping. Oh wait, I'm sorry, this is supposed to be professional. Yeah, so uh, Tim Callender, Vice President of Strategic Accounts with the FIA Group, uh, PH, as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. not, not, yes. not FIA yes. and F, but uh, PHI. Uh, we sit in a pretty cool spot in the industry. Uh, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm backpatting, but I think most people in the industry that are listening to this or watching this, they probably already know who we are. We kind of work with everyone, right. which is super fun. Uh, so because of that, we kind of... We, we know a lot of the right people. Again, that sounds terrible. I mean, but that's but, not what but I mean. But it is, you are a household name for those amazing people in the yes. self-insurance industry. Yes. So I'll, anyway, long story short, pretty much everyone here is our client one way or another, whether it's a TPA, whether it's a stop-loss carrier or consultant. Uh, for the last 22 years, we've gotten to know so many of those people that now we're in a position where we can kind of really sit and work with everybody here, mm-hmm. help them through their issues. Uh, basically, all boats rise in the cell phone space. Ultimately, our end game is these groups, these employer groups, to see them be successful, have robust benefits, um, and, and safe on, on their health plans, ultimately. So, and my my fun job is uh, I get to sit up, I, I, I say, I get up every morning, I wring my hands and worry about our clients, which, which is kind of cool. That sounds like a a worrisome thing, but it's really important. So I just want to make make sure we're being successful and the industry's being successful. That sounds very lofty. It, well, <laughs> yes, and we're going to drill down. We're going to drill down. So tell us, what kind of things do you yep. worry about so your clients don't have to? Yeah, I would say if I had to pick one thing, because it's easy to go in 20 different directions, uh, I would say how can we bring costs down for a health plan, employer-sponsored health plan, while also having very robust benefits, a very good health plan. I would say that's the number one thing we're thinking about that I'm thinking about every day. Again, you've got that self-funded employer group who is served by all these other people who are here, the TPAs, the brokers, or whatever, the FIA group, wherever. And, and the thing that keeps me up at night is, again, how do we keep the costs down while having an amazing health plan? Because some people think those two things are counterintuitive, they're mutually exclusive, and they're not. So that's what gets me excited and worries me at the same time, but in a good way, to then try and make that happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and let's let's um I know you used to play a lawyer by day. Yes. And you all are known for your prowess in the legal arena with lots of fancy acronyms from our industry. So can we can we hit on a couple of those and possibly some of the things that you all are seeing as trends yeah. in the marketplace? Yeah. Good. So uh, yeah, no, great question. And again, I know this is one of those things that could be like a four-hour conversation. What are we seeing? Where is it going? Five minutes. Five minutes. So we're going to do it quick, which is, um, you nailed it. We've got a handful of employees of that, of those about 30 of us are attorneys consulting and working with people across the country. Um, so in terms of what are we seeing, uh, not even necessarily legal, but just industry specific. I'd say the acquisition game is really fascinating right now. And anything I say, I'm not saying good, bad, and different. I'm just saying what we're seeing. So we're seeing a lot of folks come in, whether it's uh, maybe a large carrier, or whether it's like a private interest, but people are really interested in trying to bring TPAs in and say, let's take this one TPA, this this one over here, and this one over here, and sort of aggregate them uh, under one enterprise. So that's, that's a big thing that's happening right now, consolidation, acquisition, whatever you want to call it. I'd say the other thing that we're seeing is 10 years ago, the self-funded space was so extremely unbundled. And what I mean by that is here comes that self-funded group with their consultant and they go, look at these 2,000 solutions. I don't even know where to turn. Nothing wrong with that. But I'd say that scared a lot of people, confused people. They didn't know which solution to pick. 
we're starting to see again maybe that's the theme of this consolidation we're starting to we're starting well, to see, technically engage but yes 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 we're, we're starting to see a consolidation of like the vendor solutions and i'm not saying people are going out of business or going away but there's only becoming a handful that are risen to the top so maybe that self-funded group that's coming out is only seeing they're not seeing as many they're not they're not as overwhelmed the other thing i'd say that we're seeing in the industry um maybe this is more legal from the, the health claim side is with the No Surprises Act, uh, out-of-network claims this year, of course, here we are standing before the end of 2022. I think we need more water under the bridge, so to speak, so another year or so to see what did the No Surprises Act actually do to out-of-network claims? What did it mean in terms of qualified payment amounts? So throwing out some some crazy industry jargon, but the point is we're seeing a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in that arena. Out-of-network claims, if I had to pick one thing, like what's going on there? Where is it headed? Does it end up with direct contracts, mini networks? What's the no surprise side mean? So a lot of people are trying to figure out out-of-network claims. All right, Crystal, what do you think it's going to be? Well, I think obviously it's going to, it's going to be maybe good for the consumer. By consumer, I mean the plant member, right, who's consuming healthcare. In theory, that was the idea, right? So that John Doe uh, doesn't go and have a surgery and then gets blasted later on with, quote, the surprise bill. Um, so, so it should help a bit there. But I'm concerned that there will be some cost shifting. And you're going to see, again, I want to be very candid. This isn't me like saying anybody's good, anybody's bad, but just factually. Um, you're going to see providers respond in a way where they're going to say, and I should, I don't mean providers like you, the doctor, who's a good person, a nice right. person, but right. maybe the health system is right. a thing, a big monster of a thing. Um, they're going to say, wow, we're getting hit in the face by this law that's regulating what we can and can't do on these out-of-network claims. So let's find other ways to go after the member, go after the health plan and, and get those dollars, whether we agree or disagree on what they're due and whether they should. So we're going to see, I think, new creative ways to go after members, to go after health plans for those dollars from the health system. Um, and we're going to sell some crazy things, I think. Um, anyway, <laughs> so there you go. Brace yourselves, people. Yes, it's We're going to see chaos. all sorts of chaos. <laughs> but in the most controlled and sensible way possible, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so aside from, we know you have lots of friends here, and um, aside from getting to catch up with great people, uh, what what has been a top takeaway for you the past two days? The past two days? Um, the health of the industry? Probably a cheesy answer, but I guess what I mean is, in, in a way, maybe this could be a an industry agnostic conference. Mm -hmm. And what people are excited about was to, to see how are different industries doing coming out of COVID, whatever that means, coming out of COVID. Um, anyway, what I've been excited about isn't necessarily a specific takeaway from a session or a, a new topic or a new solution. Rather, it's seeing the excitement in the industry, um, seeing a lot of youth in the industry. I think, I think you know, every industry gets worried when they start to look around and go out to every conference, every conference, and they're starting to say, well, where's all the new blood? Where are all the new people? How are you guys? Good, Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for showing up. But, um, sorry. Uh, is it... it Maybe people that they just hear us and they see us, they'll see that there's people walking by. Good. So it makes sense. It makes sense. But but anyway, to see that there is that excitement, that vigor, people are here. So again, not necessarily a specific topic or anything, but that we're doing okay. There's a lot of people here. There's a lot of youth. There's a lot of tomorrow. That sounded really cheesy, but there's a lot of tomorrow. <laughs> and then we pause. I'm so, I feel like we're... we're and on commercial, there, <laughs> oh, we're not recruiting people right now. We're trying to provide. There should be a song. There's a lot of tomorrow. Ding dong. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Tim Calendar. There's a lot of tomorrow. 
Hopefully, hopefully like <laughs> hopefully a lot of tourists <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool, and I think the excitement. People are so excited to see each other again, work together in person again, and just keep the industry going. And I guess the other comment I made, just the feedback and talking to people, was uh, coming out of the last two years, our industry is actually doing really well. A lot of employers went to self funding. A lot of people are like, wait, what? How how did you guys do as a company? It did great, and so did so many others because so many employers during COVID again, during COVID, whatever that means, uh, were looking to save. And so they had a friend, a consultant, somebody that said, hey, get off this fully insured thing, try self-funding. Now, they may have not, not even known what that meant, but you know, I'm a CFO, I hear like, here's a way for me to save, we're getting punched in the mouth during COVID. So actually self-funding, at least from where we sat, we saw uh, this, this growth trend and new employers bringing their groups to the fully insured platform and space during COVID. So that's kind of been reaffirmed here. That's what a lot of people are talking about. So, kind of cool. What about size, group size? I know you work with large groups, but across the board, at the group, what are you seeing? Everything. Um, I would say on the small group size, we're seeing a lot of help in the captive space, which is exciting. You know, captives have always been a really cool solution for the smaller groups. You know, years ago when it came up, when self-funding was kind of popping up on the scene, it was like, wow, you got to be a 20,000 life employer with a ton of cash because you're bearing all this risk. And how can you do that if you're not that? Uh, type employer, but yeah, right now the 50 live group, the 100 live group, those smaller groups, they're popping. It's very popular, and a lot of it's like captive solutions, allowing these groups to come in together and share their risk. So everybody's doing it. <laughs> the you know? Hands down, most energetic interview of the entire so conference. <laughs> Small groups are popping. Yeah, and a lot of tomorrow. A lot of tomorrow's. Hoping for a lot of tomorrow's. Tim, thank you for making this. 8.30 a.m. Yeah. time enjoyable. Um, hope that you enjoy the rest of SIA 2022 Engage. Um, we are thankful for you all tuning in to another episode of the Granite List Live.